My first look at a pornographic film hooked me deep. Whatever risk I would have to take, whatever price I would have to pay, I would be back. Nate Larkin was a pastor with a wife and three kids, but that didn't keep him from falling into a serious addiction. One night I'm just driving along and I see a girl beside the road. Suddenly I'm picking up my first prostitute on my way to a Christmas Eve service. Can you hear it now? From inside these stone walls My heart cries out I'm not where I belong Nate was hopeless. He didn't think he could ever tell anyone what he was struggling with, and he didn't think he'd ever be able to stop. But God can do amazing things when we confess and repent. Nate discovered that truth, and he's going to share more about it on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. Nate's struggles with pornography are not uncommon in the church today. And after he tells us how he found freedom, you'll hear Billy Graham talk about escaping sexual sin. I know that there are some young people listening to my voice who have asked a thousand times with Paul, who will get me over these habits? Who will take these temptations from me? The answer to those questions is Jesus Christ. You can learn more about him at our website. It's findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. We'll leave a link in the show notes, too. GPS. God. People. Stories. My dad was a preacher, and I was marked from the time I was a, a young boy as the guy who was good at church, the guy who loved God, the guy who could talk and sing and was friendly and... And I genuinely cared about people. Nate Larkin followed in his dad's footsteps and became a preacher himself. And there I am, everybody's best friend, uh, the young, energetic church planter pastor with a beautiful wife, three kids. From the outside, it looked good. And in many ways, it was good. Except for the secret part. Yeah. The secret part was Nate's sexual addiction. I've heard friends talk about their first hit of cocaine or heroin, that amazing dopamine rush. And I understand completely what they're talking about because when I found my drug, I had that same experience. I can remember my first look at at the cover of a Playboy magazine when I was about 12 years old. And then that same rush, but I think with an even greater intensity, when I saw my first pornographic film, it hooked me deep. I knew I would be back. Whatever risk I would have to take, whatever price I would have to pay, I would be back. When Nate first started looking at porn, he didn't realize how harmful it was. I rationalized my porn use during my college years as preparation for marriage, not knowing I was actually poisoning my marriage, allowing pornography to create expectations for marriage that no woman on the planet could ever fulfill. I think that pornography groomed me, trained me, set me up to walk away from fidelity to my wife, really to walk away from spiritual, uh, emotional, mental, even physical intimacy. It walked me into another world. It took me away from love. It took me away from life. And in many ways, it took me away from my family. That didn't happen all at once, though. 
For a few years, Nate managed to live somewhat of a double life while he was still serving as a pastor. It was on Sunday mornings, really, that I felt most alive when I got the chance to preach the gospel because I knew it was true and when I could communicate it, when I could see people respond. I thought that I was my best self on Sunday mornings, and I guess in some ways I was, but I wasn't bringing my whole self on Sunday morning. And it was that other part between Sundays where life got at times very dark and very desperate. Things got dark and desperate for Nate when pornography no longer provided the satisfaction he desired. So one night I'm just driving along and I see a girl beside the road. I pull over and suddenly I'm picking up my first prostitute on my way to a Christmas Eve service. Nate continued to solicit prostitutes and also started going to strip clubs. He was drifting further and further into spiritual darkness. I never actually became suicidal, but I came close enough that I have great sympathy for those men and women who reach a point where they just say, God, take me away. It gets that dark. The guilt became too much for Nate to bear. Even though no one knew about his secret, he resigned as a pastor and he started working in the corporate world. But Nate's sexual addiction just wouldn't go away. And I grew angrier and angrier at God because I knew he had the power to take it away. And so I would bang on the steering wheel driving away from someplace I never should have been and just scream at him, take this away. I I don't want to do this anymore. For years, Nate asked God to take away his addiction, but things didn't begin to change until Nate's wife found out what was going on. When she caught me looking at porn, I vowed again, I promised once again to stop, and I explained, and I begged, and she forgave me, and she left the door open. But when, a few weeks later, she found that condom on the floor in the bathroom that I couldn't quite explain, she finally uh, said the words that she needed to say and the words that saved my life. She said, I'm done. She said, I still love you, but I don't like you. I don't trust you. I don't respect you. And I don't think you can ever change. That was it for me. In that moment, Nate began to realize the damage that pornography and sexual addiction had done to his heart and mind. He was also terrified of losing his marriage. When my wife loved me enough to draw a line, and I was faced with the very real prospect of losing the only friendship I knew, I finally became willing to do something I'd never been willing to do before, come clean. And not just with her, but with somebody else. And to actually ask for help. And I was fortunate enough to find a group of men, Christian men, who would lead me down a road of confession and repentance. After years of shame and hiding, Nate confessed his sins to God. And that is when he finally found forgiveness through Jesus. I hid my sin so carefully and so successfully for so long because uh, I thought I had to have a good reputation in order to live and breathe, be able to look the world in the eye. Uh, I've been forced now to join the human race just to become another man among men. Here's what I've found. First of all, it's a great place to be. It's great just to be a part of the human race to actually need a savior and not capable of saving myself. 
I'm much more aware these days of the magnitude of my sin than I was in those years when I was minimizing and excusing it and covering it. But it's strange, the greater my sin, the bigger the cross, the greater my salvation, (laughs) the greater the joy. I'm more aware, it seems, with every passing day of what a huge gift forgiveness is. I needed God far more than I thought. As Nate got help for his issues, he realized that sexual addiction wasn't the biggest problem in his life. My problem is much deeper. It's pride, unbelief, self-centeredness, fear, resentment, anger, self-pity. So this walk of repentance and healing is much deeper than the one I wanted. I didn't want to make a full surrender to Christ. I wanted him to polish me up and make me look better. And his interest goes much deeper. I don't think I ever really met Jesus until I stepped out of my religious persona and became just another desperate, broken man. Nate is thankful that his wife was gracious and forgiving as he started his walk of repentance and healing. She stayed with him as he got clean from addiction, and today, their marriage is thriving. My wife and I are closer than we've ever been, and I find that as we walk in the light together, healing comes. And that's the promise that the Bible gives us. When we walk in the light as he's in the light, we have fellowship with one another, real, actual friendship, relationship, intimacy, the kind of stuff I was, the intimacy I was always looking for, I, I couldn't find until I was willing to bring my real self into the relationship. And what Satan meant for evil, God is using for good. Nate now runs a ministry that helps other men find freedom from sexual addiction. There's really nothing better in this world than doing what you know God made you to do. This isn't what I thought I was supposed to do. It's not what I wanted. It wasn't my plan. Uh, I wanted to stand in a spotlight on a stage and be perfect and bright and shiny. But what I get to do now, I have the privilege of pulling men out of the soup. I get to hear confessions every day. And then I get to show these guys the door out. I get to introduce them to a fellowship where it's safe to bring your real self and tell the real truth and where Jesus shows up and brings healing and change. It's a marvelous privilege. It's a joy to do it every day. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. I hear you singing over me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. And it's beautiful. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Covers every part of me My soul is silent I am found And it's a beautiful sound Jesus Christ set Nate Larkin free from his addiction. The Bible promises that when you place your trust in Jesus, you can be set free from sin and have a fresh start with God. Is that something that you need in your life? If so, we'll be glad to tell you more about it. 
pay a visit to findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. So years after Nate found freedom from his sexual addiction, he found out his wife had also been keeping a secret. He'll share what that secret was in just a minute. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Pornography is anything that depicts lewdness in such a way as to create impure thoughts and lust, whether it's in outright pornographic literature or whether it's in advertising that we see so much flash before our eyes today. Billy Graham. In every area of our social life, we see operating the inevitable law of diminishing returns in our obsession with sex. The sex glutton is tormented by feelings of guilt and remorse. His mode of living is saturated with intense strain, unnatural emotions, and inner conflicts. His passions are out of control, and the end result is frustration. I know that there are some young people listening to my voice who have asked a thousand times with Paul, Who will get me over these habits? Who will take these temptations from me? Christ is our hope, and the very fact that we have broken the law drives us to the cross, and His blood on the cross can cleanse away from all sin and stain. But more, He can give you supernatural power to overcome this temptation. Will you put your trust and your confidence in Jesus Christ today? You can hear more from Billy Graham and learn about putting your trust and confidence in Jesus Christ at findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. And we have a link for you, too, in the show notes. Our guest on this episode of GPS is Nate Larkin. When his wife discovered his sexual addiction, she forgave Nate, and she worked to save their marriage. Nate is forever grateful for that. To know that she was... Uh, sacrificing herself for me and the kids, that she was remaining faithful when I wasn't, when she was praying long after I'd stopped praying. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what a what a humbling realization. I'm, I'm so grateful that God gave me uh, a faithful and heroic wife. <laughs> she didn't tell me until just a few years ago that um, every night after I fell asleep, during those darkest years, she would put her hand on my chest and pray for me, that God would make me into the man that I was supposed to be. I know God heard those prayers. Nate has a powerful story, and like many, not always easy to share. So we are doubly thankful that Nate shared it with us, and we are grateful that you were there to hear it. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. One more shout out, actually three more shouts out, to Mercy Me, Citizen Way, and Micah Tyler for letting us use some of their music in this episode. GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Heaven came down and placed on a crown. Said you'd been found I'm a rich, no 